0: Are you ready?
1: A shot of wrestling. Episode 315. And away we
0: go. Oh, you get a shot, boy. Is that the message you got? We are about to go live but you're ready to rock. So take a shot. Oh, so take a shot. Oh, yeah, I'm a street breaker. I'm a heartbreaker. This is my call. Hello, everybody,
1: and welcome to another episode of A Shot of Wrestling. I'm your host at Michael J. Party, joined. As always, Marcus Davenport of the House, Schwan, third of his name. Welcome to the show, buddy. How you doing?
2: I'm back, man. Two weeks. Two weeks been, right, since I've been on the show? Two glorious, wonderful weeks. Yep. Glorious, wonderful weeks. Two. I And I'm sorry for the fans of Shot Wrestling. I've been away. Uh, I have some good reasons for that. I've been filming. Uh, and then the, week before, the, the previous week, actually, we were together for BCW, the Grand Dragon Tournament.
1: What a great show that was. If you missed it, I'm sure it's available somewhere.
2: It's still available on the BCW app. Oh, is it? Good. Perfect. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's it's on all BCW social medias. You can check it out on their links. Uh, it's in the bio. And uh, yeah, I believe that it's still for sale. So check it out.
1: Definitely want to check it out. It was a great show. The anniversary show. I thought it was going to be hard to top. They definitely did it. Great, great show. Definitely want to check it out.
2: Lot, Lots of hard hitting action. Oh my God. So right? hard. Like, I, I feel like every match was like intense. Uh, we, Michael J. Putty and myself we were together on commentary with the great Cheyenne Ortiz. Props to him. Uh, the voice, great, great play by play. By the way, great play by. Thank you. I'm not even just saying that because I'm so a friend much. of him, but like, no, I mean, you, you were more color. I mean, am talking me Cheyenne was, was the play by play guy. He was quarterback in the ship. I actually I, I texted him the other day. I'm like, dude. I love the way how you handle it, man. He steered the ship was nice and smooth, and we were live. It was the first time me and you were live for commentary.
1: Yeah, first time doing live commentary was crazy. So that was pretty cool.
2: I honestly didn't feel a difference.
1: Not even like, a like I, I
2: don't know why. I guess in my, in my head, I know they were making a big deal. Hey, we're live, blah blah blah. This we gotta do. And in my head, I'm like, I would do this anyway.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. It didn't really affect me at all, except for uh, intermission, where I couldn't take like a pee break. We gotta stay at the table. Yeah. Other right, than that, there right, was really right. no. No difference, really. Thankfully, I thought it would be more pressure, but there was none. That probably a hand to Cheyenne no. for, uh, like, say, steering the ship, being the two uh, of no, two, our Waddle and uh, Tyreek Hill. We had a great, uh, great trio out there. It was great. Ooh, which one's,
2: uh, which one's Hill and which one's uh, Waddle? I'll, I'll take either one, actually. It's, well, I mean, it's hard to take the one that
1: doesn't <laughs> the other. I take it,
2: right? I have to say, game changer having the monitor there
1: as opposed to what
2: we've worked with in the past so just going based off like you know ringside what we're seeing there but we we had the actual monitor to see you know what the fans were seeing live on the app for bcw fantastic dude i think that's such a game changer
1: huge we did it for the first time at anniversary show and he was just told to watch the tv like it's so much easier because we did commentary to other promotion and it was just we're calling stuff that didn't make it to the camera crew because the camera crew mm-hmm. was not shooting what we're talking about, so at least exactly. he, here we're doing a WWE style where we're calling what you're seeing, and it's so much easier, so much more focused. It was really a big, huge, huge help, and I think that's why BCW is probably one of the best promotions right now on the East Coast. And I know, like you know, if you if our listeners
2: are not into the indie promotions, they're thinking like, oh well, that's a big deal. Like you know, that they, they happens WWE. WWE I mean, it's a common thing. It, it's actually not a common thing. No, not at movies. all. Okay. I, it, it's it's really not. It, you know, we don't have the same production value, the same budget as the big leagues here. So the fact that BCW had this with their production team, you know, again, again, yeah, that, that goes to show the power of BCW, what they have here in the Northeast. Shout
1: out to False Finish Productions, doing a great job. And again, it's not like indie, indie there shows. There it is. There's been a couple of indie shows we've been to, and it's just, if they have a camera at all, it's one hard cam. Occasionally, you'll get maybe... Yeah. A right. ring side cam, floating, got some guy rotating around the ring. But BCW has a hard cam, two side cams, two uh, cams that can go all over the place, which they needed to be BCW because they actually went all over the place. So big shout-out to False Finish Productions. What, what was the match of the night for you?
2: you were, I, I was only on commentary for like a few matches. Uh, you were on all throughout, so
1: you yeah. saw everything. What was the match of the night for you? It's hard to beat the main event. Anthony going against Darius Carter, spoiler alert. Spoiler alert there. But that that match following their semifinals and quarterfinal matchups, these guys had a lot left in the tank. And that Darius Carter match you talked about earlier, Darius Carter against Christina Marie, another spoiler alert. Talking about hard hitting, hard intensity. That was just brutal to watch. You know, growing up, you don't you don't hit women. It and was just the
2: fact is that Christina was literally asking for it. Christina L- took it to him and was hitting him back. Really hard. There were there were some home run shots that he hit there that yeah. I, I thought Christina Marie was going to win this thing.
1: And Mark's not just uh, exaggerating. One time she pulled a chair, sat down, and demanded he hit her. It was intense. It, didn't
2: she, call, she, she called him a bitch, right?
1: She called him a nobody.
2: Or, no, 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 no. Wait, when, like Oh, yeah, the bitch, yeah. Got...
1: <laughs> that just match was so intense. I did not think that could, anything could top that intensity. One time he threw her and her head like snapped against a concrete wall. It was just, i would not seen that intensity in a while, quite a while. Maybe since that um, War Games match we called. But Jesus,
2: for me, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I would agree with that. For me, yeah, I think that was the match of the night for me. From what I saw, you know, and the matches I called, there were great matches. You know, Blonde Force Trauma against the Runway. Uh, you know, you 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 had uh, Jay Bougie versus Anthony Gangone. I mean, it, these were some quality, grade A matches, and all three of them were hard hitting. But, yeah, Christina Marie and Darius Carter, it just stuck with me, man. It's, I still think about that match and just how great it was. And, you know, I am very familiar with, obviously, I'm very familiar with Darius Carter. Of course. I'm also familiar with Christina Marie. But this match, I, I don't know, there was something about this match that really caught my eye with her. Man, I I, I would I would love to have her part of Hollywood Inc., man. I, I really, really would. Uh, that, that's, that's just someone I,
1: I'm just dying to work with. Is that a, uh, is that a little teaser? Is that a little... Nugget, is that an Easter egg you're dropping here, or uh, are you trying to manifest something? I mean, uh, I'm I'm just trying to
2: manifest something, you know. Christine Marie, I know she's a lone wolf. She does likes to do things her way, but you know, I mean, things haven't been falling her way so much with BCW. So you know, maybe maybe she could use a little assistance. You maybe know, maybe she could use a little guidance. You know, I am no stranger to success in wrestling. You're no stranger to you know, getting gold for the people that I represent. You know, maybe she's just missing
1: a little Hollywood in her life. You heard it here, folks. Christina Marie is not really racking up the W's in BCW. She needs some sort of guidance, maybe needs some sort of leadership to put gold around that waste of hers. And who better than the man who I'm a big fan of, who has helped me out a lot, the man who turned around Anthony Gangone's 0-3 record. Maybe, maybe there's a chance for her in the NBC with Prince Nana. What a, what a job that man has done, turning around the career of Anthony Gangone in BCW. That man goes from 0-3, fresh new start now. Great. Maybe. Maybe Christina Marie can be, join the embassy. Good point, Marcus. That's why I love your, what you add to this show. Great great insight. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Prince Nana, a
2: lot of respect for it, by the way. Oh, but Hey, didn't my guy beat his guy? Is, is that not a thing? Am I, am I not 1-0 and 0 against Prince Nana? Is that not a fact? That is a fact. Last time I came face-to-face with Prince Donna, I was sh- chasing him out of the arena with a shoe. That's yeah. a fact. Classy. Again, res- respect for Prince Donna. Respect really? for the man and the accomplishments. Yeah, I'm all for it for the embassy, brother. I am all for it. But, hey, you know what? Hollywood does trump the embassy in this
1: case. <laughs> but it was a great show. Check it out. We have a new first-ever Grand Dragon champion. Like I mentioned, what a what a turnabout of his career What's next now? What's next at BCW? Can't wait for December. December 17th, Ridgefield Park, New Jersey. Christmas with a vengeance. Can't wait. That's going to be a fun one. So you said a commentary. You said a commentary, and you said you were scouting. Yes. What names did you write down in your little notebook? I mean, I I just gave away a big name there, Christina Marie. Uh, You know,
2: of course, I mean, hey, listen, if – if you're scouting and Darius Carter isn't number one in on your list, then you should not be in the game at all. Uh, I, you know, Of course, Darius Carter is number one on
1: my list for sure. Uh, he needed that you know, backup. Carter- he needed that backup. There was interference from three different people who ruined his chance. I,
2: you know, I would say for years, Darius Carter probably would not need any representation. But you know what? If there's a chance to lure Darius Carter to, to a faction, now would be the time after what you just said. Completely agree with that. You know, like I'm I'm not just eyeing you know people that are not represented. I'm eyeing some people that do have some representation. Maybe even pulling some clout and you know taking some people away. Uh, you know, I, I, my eyes everywhere. It wasn't necessarily just on Grand Dragon, the Grand Dragon tournament. I was there to see the talent that was there. But trust me, I've been scouting for a bit. I've been doing my own homework. I've been researching on YouTube some matches, going back to BCW's history. I have a list. I have a good, solid list. And I've been, uh, I've been contacting people, man. There are interests. There's lots of interests. So Hollywood Inc., man, it's not just words. It's not just, you know, something I'm just, you know, throwing out there. This is happening. This is happening. And A.J. Pan, Prince Nana, Anthony Cole, like, everyone needs to be on watch because Hollywood Inc., it's going to make what I did with Satsujin look like nothing.
1: That's what this is all about? You have this your your unending rivalry and hatred and jealousy of AJ Pan? Wow. You, you just said it, You heard it here, folks. Speaking of AJ Pan, our thoughts and prayers go out to him, he got brutally attacked during BCW. He got slapped oh, really hard in the face. Ah, Stop. Thankfully, he was able to join us, power through, join us on commentary for the main event, but uh, hope he's doing well, hope he's healing up, and uh, can't wait to see him this Tuesday at Pink's Karaoke.
2: Well, what is what What is he happening here?
1: I feel like AJ Pan is is wrestling's version of Donald
2: Trump. He he's just I don't see what it is about him, but yet people gravitate towards this guy like they they worship the ground he walks on. What does he do? What does he bring to the table?
1: He's a nice he's a nice man. He's a good friend, good listener, great advice giver. There's a lot of things you can learn from AJ Pan, my friend.
2: Yeah, On what not to be.
1: Enough, I'm tired of you. Smirching the name of the governor, our guiding light. How about we just move on to what's trending this week? Absolutely. So,
2: your boy has been making some news once again. Vince McMahon, WrestleMania.co.uk at WrestleMania. WWE sources say Vince McMahon is done with WWE and he's really not returning. That's after the investigation has been concluded. Vince McMahon is not coming back to WWE. He's officially staying retired. Add some monk speculation that he may come back, take over what's rightfully his. Putty, I have to ask, I might know the answer from you, but is WWE better off without Vince McMahon? Yeah.
1: It's a tough question, my friend. Of course not. Nobody's better off without the genius, the mad scientist known as Vincent Kennedy McMahon Jr. But however, the, 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 the results speak for themselves. What Triple H has done the past hundred something days. He's turned that whole company around. He's making people who were really kind of souring on the product reinvigorated. I speaking of my own good friend, Greenman, Greenman was talking the other day how Raw how and SmackDown our kind of appointment TV again for him. It hasn't felt like that way in years. So we're still in the honeymoon phase. We don't know. But it is still Vince McMahon. I don't see him coming back. I never thought he was going to come back in any capacity due to what happened. But, you know, Thanksgiving's coming up. What better conversation topic around the dinner table? than having Vince McMahon to your left saying, hey, by the way, Vince, I'm doing this, this, and this. What are your thoughts on X, Y, and Z? So I think his influence will still be in the ear of Triple H somehow, but I don't think he's coming back anytime soon. And right now, from results speak for themselves, right now they're better off without him. Fresh, young blood, reinvigorated, but I think in the long term they might not be. We'll see what happens.
2: Too soon to tell. What what, what, what do you mean right now? Do do you actually think, you know Triple H, the, the fans are going to turn on Triple H at some point. Is that what you're trying to say? You think? No, not at all. I think they're
1: going to turn on him it's just to see this this momentum he has going into it can sustain the test of time. Vince McMahon's been doing this for 30 years. Triple H's been doing it for what? Ten? Not less than ten. I think eight? the difference is, so Vince McMahon. Vince McMahon obviously. Hey, listen, you know there
2: will be no WWE. There'll be no professional wrestling as it is today without Vince McMahon. So right. kudos to him for what he's done for this industry and for what this sport. Uh, for the sport, right? Yep. I'll get that out of the way. With all that being said, though, I mean, for, you, there there's goes. no denying for the past, what, almost 10 years, maybe, Vince McMahon has not had his finger on the pulse. Whether it meant for pop culture, uh, whether that meant for, you know, today's day of uh, what what works and what doesn't creatively, uh, it, it just wasn't working. There were more misses than hits with under the tutelage of Vince McMahon. Triple H, seems to have his ear on the ground. I shouldn't say seems to, clearly has his ear to the ground and is listening to what the fans want, what the talent even want. It's not even just about the fans. Clearly, you know, you see talent that are looking to come back or have come back after being fired by Vince McMahon or after being asked to let, be let go from Vince McMahon. Yep. Because Triple H, I, I equate it to an actor's director. You know, you, you hear that term, like, Quentin Tarantino, right? Like, he get yep. he understands actors. Actors love working with him because, like, he's a, a director. He's an actor's director. And so I think that's what Triple H is. And, you know, we're talking about Triple H, like, he's the CEO. It's Stephanie McMahon and Nick Khan. And so, obviously, you know, kudos going to them for allowing... Triple H and Shawn Michaels and, and everyone else in, in that's in charge of, of their respective duties to do their job and not overstep it. And it seems to be from like what's being reported, it's a much happier environment in WWE oh, yeah. in the locker room. And and I think that's resonating. We're seeing that on television and the fans are seeing that live. Like, you know, it, it's it's a different world right now. And Vince McMahon I, I think he overstayed his welcome, truth be told. And I, I can't see a world where he would want to come back. And of course, he's probably going to drop his influence yeah. on a Triple H, as you talk about it, at the Thanksgiving dinner. <laughs> well, Triple H, listen, sure, but will he follow through with what Vince McMahon asks? Maybe not, you know, depending what ideas Vince McMahon has. I mean, clearly, Vince McMahon, not all of his ideas are bad. I mean, look what he did with Roman Reigns. you right. Obviously, that was a home run. Yep. But, you know, you look at the track record, it's, it's not been a good track record for the last. Almost a decade, I would say.
1: I won't go that far, but yeah, it's definitely been a lot of bumps on the road. Bray Wyatt, Karrion Cross, Keith Lee, kind for of the mind, all names at Triple H, two of them. brought came back into the fold, done fantastic stuff with him. So Triple H right now is he has a, on the pulse. The fans want what the, the locker room wants. locker room is much better because they can come to him with creative ideas and they'll listen. Only Vince will just tell you what to do. Maximum male models, you know, look where that went. Right. Ezekiel, where that went. So in the waning days of his time, Vince McMahon did have a lot of uh, K's on the board for striking out. So Absolutely. Right now, I mean, we're all enjoying Triple H. Let's see how this goes until he gets his first Biss. Again, not we just
2: Triple H. Oh, we have to give kudos to who it is for the CEOs, uh, Stephanie McMahon and Nick Connor. I think Triple H does get a lot of credit because of like you know he's directly uh, handling the creative and the talent. But again, you know the ones that are really driving the ship right now Stephanie and Nick Khan
1: that's weird because Nick Khan took all the blame for these uh budget cuts when he, everyone got fired. oh absolutely absolutely but now he's like hiring everybody back okay no problem so what what, what was this budget what was the pro- budget problems then like what are you cutting these people in the first place was he just a scapegoat then it's possible I, it, what, I like, think like we're talking know, I think we've talked about that time one time too yes yeah, scapegoat probably but I don't think he was just the scapegoat in the sense that he had nothing to do with it I think he had his hand in the cookie jar and he'll say I'll take the blame for it no problem
2: he was a good soldier.
1: Yeah, he was exactly. a good soldier. Because the last, the last thing you want is like the you know the face,
2: the CEO of your company to to get all the bullets at them. You need security around you for that. And Nikon, he was probably yeah, no, he was in charge of that department. So it, it's
1: the obvious choice to
2: take the blame for it would be Nikon. That's the reward he got. CEO, good job. So I mean, like clearly it wasn't budget cuts.
1: No, exactly. Now it's just proven that it was something else. I wonder what it was.
2: Moving on here, there's been. Um, just today, we're, we're pre recording, by the way, the show on Friday. So, this is before the Crown Jewel. Just spoiled right there for that. So, there will be no spoilers here for the Crown Jewel. Yeah. <laughs> but today, Friday, Sasha Banks, she went on Instagram and kind of set the social media world ablaze. Denise Hollywood Salcedo, at Denise Salcedo, quotes Sasha Banks here The date is coming that I have been waiting for. For the past six months, and I can't wait, but I am really going to make the most of this November uh, this November, to make all my dreams happen in preparation for this date. There's going to be something so fucking crazy coming. That's Sasha Banks on Instagram story. Sasha, Sasha Banks trolling everyone, I think, here, uh, but doing a great job at it. So I have to ask, what is next for Sasha Banks? What is this
1: exciting announcement that's going to happen here? Putty, what do you think? Mandalorian season three? Maybe she's getting her own... Would that sp- be it? Would that would- be it? Maybe she's getting her own spin-off. You know, Disney's handing out these Star Wars and Marvel shows like they're fucking candy in Halloween last weekend. Everybody's getting their own show. You get a show. You get a show. You get a show. Maybe she's ready to announce the... uh Whatever her character's name was, has- getting their own show. Because everyone... Everybody's convinced she's coming back to WWE. That's the rumor as soon as Triple H took over. And that rumor train has not derailed. There are stories coming about how creative's not even talking about her, not even thinking about her. But of course, those are just rumors... So who's, who, who's playing us here? Is it the E playing us? Is she playing us? But what's next for her is clearly she has to come back. There's some unfinished... Does she, unf- does she have to come back? Does she? Yes, she does. There's unfinished business here. She was a former tag team champion. She's still an, the uncrowned champion. She needs to come back, finish her business. If she wants to leave, leave. But I don't think she does. I think she oh, has yeah. a big passion for this business, for this company. I think she wants to come back and wrestle in front of these fans. I think her... I mean, she's, he
2: misses. she's been teasing... She's been teasing like new gear. She's been teasing yeah. like kneepads. She's been teasing she, training. Uh, but it does seem like she's been teasing stuff, everything but WWE, which makes me think, well, is it gonna be back to WWE then?
1: She's teasing stuff about Japan. But she's still on a the contract. She's suspended. AEW? Yeah, she's still in the contract. She's not been fired yet. Just just suspended. Has the suspension been lifted backstage? Who knows? I'm sure we would have heard about that if that happened. So I don't see her going to Japan. I don't see her going to AEW. Well who knows what Japan nowadays fucking Nakamura's going over there. I heard a rumor about Sheamus. I don't know if that's true or not. No, Sheamus
2: thing was not true. Okay. But yes, Shinsen Nakamura it looks like the, there's a little bit of an opening door here for the Forbidden Door between WWE and New Japan. Uh, so that looks like that's happening for real. That's cool. But Sasha Banks, listen. You don't think she has to come back? She does not have to come back. Okay. No. I, I think you're speaking from, uh, from a fan standpoint. I am with you with everything that you said. I would like to see her come back. Awesome. Uh, I think there's a lot of things that she can do and that we want to see from her when she does come back because her star power, I think, has elevated to a whole other level since she left. Mainstream? I, I, I Mainstream, everywhere. Really? I, I would dare say, at this point, her return would be a bigger deal than Bray Wyatt, hmm. which, is, which is crazy because Bray Wyatt... That's crazy. I mean, like... Obviously, we saw the reaction for when he came back. I think I would dare say Sasha Banks will get a bigger reaction. I would think it'll be a bigger deal because of just what's going on right now. She's been
1: trending pretty much every single time she breathes. <laughs> why is she? Uh, and, why is she bit in the fucking mainstream media? Why is she trending? Why is it Naomi trending? Why it Naomi trains too? Is she, Naomi I haven't heard, turns, I heard her, her name attached Naomi, to anything. It's Sasha Banks Naomi and Naomi. Trends,
2: well, you're right. You're right. Sasha Banks and Naomi. But. Sasha Banks is a bigger name, in the mainstream because of the fact that yes, she had that Mandalorian gig. Uh, I think Sasha Banks is having Naomi come along with her for the ride a little bit for her to get her name out there, which seems to be working. Mm-hmm. Uh, Naomi had an opportunity for uh, what was it for Fashion Week at the, at the Met Gala? Did, did she, yeah. not, didn't she have like a sheet over there? That, that's a big
1: deal. Yeah, they did uh, that. They went to the premiere of She Hulk together. I know they had a run on yeah. TMZ. That was on their website for a little bit. Yeah.
2: You know, the more the more images you get, getty images, the better for yeah. you. Uh, you know, it, it's all PR, it's all press. And you know, Naomi's got a great look. She's got a great personality. She's she's has charisma. If she wants to break into acting world, if this is an opening for her, then by all means, take it. You know, it, it, Sasha Banks obviously doing her the favor because she already has that one foot in the door. And Naomi, yeah, cool. She eventually she'll be the one just training on her own right now. I think it's because of that. I think Hollywood, they know Sasha Banks at least a little bit more than they do Naomi. I think that's the reason why. But hey, listen, like, like I sure said, right. if, Sasha Banks can do whatever she wants right now. The whole the whole world is in her hands. Does she w- want to go into acting? Did, did Disney give her her own show? Yeah, that would be a huge deal.
1: Dude, that would
2: it. absolutely be a huge deal. And, and that, that could be what she's talking about.
1: That would be, as she quotes here... Something so fucking crazy. End quote.
2: Or, or since they're all under owned by the same company, the own parent company, is she going to be in Marvel? Because mm. why,
1: why, why was she at the She-Hulk premiere? You don't see too many crossovers between Disney, uh, Marvel, and Star Wars, but who knows? Who knows, Marcus? It, it could, and it could be anything. It could be a possibility. But we're talking about it here on the show because, as many of us are led to believe, she's coming back. But she could be trolling us. Knowing, I, I, we'd be talking about it. I would never rule out a comeback for her to to wrestling, whether it's WWE,
2: AEW, New Japan, or whatever. I I would never rule that out for her.
1: But I don't think this announcement is it. When would she come back? I was thinking about this. Do you hold her off to the Royal Rumble? Do you bring her back before then? Like when would you bring her back? WrestleMania. You hold her out to WrestleMania. Wrestle, WrestleMania. Really? Yeah, I mean Re- WrestleMania LA. That's a huge
2: deal. A SoFi <laughs> Stadium. Oh uh, yeah. If I'm WWE, let let Sasha Banks do her thing. Let, let her have her spin off show, movie, whatever she's doing in November.
1: Let her keep on rising to fame. Let her do that thing. And then, boom, WrestleMania LA. Because you bring her back for the Rumble, I think she has to win. Because like, she comes back and like loses like uh, what she did with uh, Molina last year when she came back and exited. I think she has to make a big but splash You're at the Rumble. You're, you're,
2: you're, you're talking about her as if she would come back full time.
1: Oh, I don't okay. think
2: she's ever coming back full time.
1: I disagree with that. I don't think her name's that big in Hollywood that you're making it out to be. Um, I think I don't think her name's whatever, out there as much as, it is, as you think it is.
2: If whatever's happening right now
1: is, is a big deal, if it's, yeah. it's Hollywood-related, <laughs> yeah. We're just, we're just speculating because that's what they want us to do here. That's what this so vague, vague booking is. She wants us to speculate about what it, her career is. But the door is open in Hollywood, like you said. I don't think that the announcement is unless it's the spinoff thing. Because how, how does Andor get his own spinoff? from what the rogue one i'm like three episodes in i'm like why are they having this guy give his show but i can see those three chicks getting a show too because if andor can get one why can't those mandalorian chicks get one so i actually kind of hoping he does because good for her but i'm hoping it's the wrestling comeback look we want to see her back most people do no most people do i i'm not saying i don't want to see her come back i would love to see her come back but
2: y- y- you know I, I i i just what would it be that's so exciting that she cannot wait. This is this is the news that she's been
1: dreaming of. Dreaming of was one of the things that she said. Has she been dreaming about Unless, being an actor in Hollywood? I never heard that dream from her. Maybe she's doing her own rap album with Snoop Dogg, her cousin. The only dream I've heard of Sasha Banks talk about, and it could be because it's the only she was allowed to talk about, was wrestling. So, who knows? We'll find out in a uh, couple of weeks, hopefully. But what would it be, though, that like she hasn't already accomplished WWE? You know? Who knows? She's accomplished a lot. So has Bray Wyatt. He came back. This is different. You're talking about, this you're is talking about so, Bray Wyatt. This, makes, is so,
2: this is so insanely different.
1: You're talking about Bray Wyatt's door is open in Hollywood. Maybe he wants to come and act, go in Hollywood. But he came back. That was his passion was. I don't know her passion is these days. The way she was treated on her exit on the way out. It might have soured her a little bit. But we'll find out in due time. I think we're just going back and forth now at this point. Good luck to Sasha Banks and her future endeavors. Whatever they may be. But Marcus, big news is I hear you're back with Hollywood's Corner. You have an interview this week.
2: That's right, buddy. Here's my next guest here for Shot of Wrestling. You may know him as Joseph Torres from Raw. <laughs> Wait,
0: actually, oh, actually, that was just the nameplate. If you watch the match, it's Joey Ace. They said Joey Ace. They said Joey Ace, and that's what counts so the most.
2: <laughs> he was on Monday Night Raw. He was on the AEW. and jumped the five-star stud himself. Joey Ace, what is up, my man?
0: Dude, with an intro like that, man.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, that's what people tell me, man. But I'm no Shane Fair. I, I am no Shane Fair at all. Ah,
0: no. Nah, no nah. But look, man, in the podcast right now,
2: you're the man. <laughs> I am the man. I will take that to my grave. I am the man here. So, <laughs> Joe, we, we do have to talk about this. You were recently on Monday Night Raw. A yeah. Big deal, actually, right there. Because, uh, you know, you were a form of enhancement talent there uh, being fed to Omo uh, Omos. I feel like they say it so many different ways. Omos here. But you you actually got to speak, and not just speak in general. You got to speak to some legends in the back and, and say your actual wrestling name. Talk to me about this, man.
0: Oh man, what do you? <laughs> that was a shock to me and Chico because I was I was with Chico Adams, and you know in 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 pro wrestling, there's a lot of you never know, like you never know what's gonna happen, uh, so you want to be ready for anything, but those was one of those that was one of those nights where it's like i didn't know anything that was going to happen mm. there was no clue in there was no something to get ready for it was literally probably god and, and being at the right place at the right time <laughs> which was catering <laughs> what happens <laughs> That's where the magic happens. Um, it's either catering or ringside. Um, People not catering, but that's where the magic happens, huh? It's- yeah, you know. uh so kind of yeah, that's where the magic happens. And to like walk you through, man, like we get to the we get to the Barclays. I say hello to everybody. You know, you kind of got to go through a little bit of a medical screening, kind of a physical. Sometimes it's more a little bit more intricate than. Others, if you did wrestle previously, like if you did a weekend loop on the Indies somewhere, they they check you out. They want to see what's up, because um, there could be a spot where you're doing something physical. So I was just with them at the pay per view, uh, Extreme Rules, but nothing nothing happened at that event. Uh, then we get to uh, we get to Brooklyn, another physical. Uh, then yeah, I'm hanging out with my boy Chico and. He goes to grab, uh, they use the restroom, and I go just hanging out by the doorway. And he's like, yo, come here, come here. <laughs> that was it. That was the decision was made right there. It was like, all right, like, yeah, you want who? Who was it that said, come here, come here? Was it Chico or Chico? Chico. Okay. Like they need two guys for for Omas. and uh, yeah, they were like, yo, who's that guy you were just sitting with? And it was Joey. Joey's. Oh, okay. Come come here. Hey, would you like to like do X, Y, and Z? And we were like, I'm like, yeah.
2: Oh wow. It just was just fact. as simple as that.
0: Yeah, but man, I wish I could say to, like agree with that cuz okay. me telling you the story it's like oh it's simple but yet still so complex because it's not so simple.
2: <laughs> right. No, of course. I mean, right place, right time. I mean, like you know, opportunity meets you and and, and you you rise up you rose up to the plate there. Um yeah you know it's funny I was going to ask about extreme rules as well because I saw you took a backstage photo back there so I was like wondering were you like one of the uh, the the wyatt Six there <laughs> like one of those characters I, was, I I was so curious about that uh was, was he a, was he the fiend like which one was he um uh, but yeah. i guess not the case there so all right going let's talk about this though i mean yeah, so normally enhancement talent uh they don't speak yeah. normally. That's the norm. So you you got to speak with a uh, road dog on the air. Uh, X Pac and Shawn Michaels were there. You said they asked you your name, and he said, "I'm Joey Ace." Yeah. Walk me through that. I mean, was that was that the plan, or was that just like impromptu? Like, that was, yeah, you said the Chiron said Joseph Torres. So
0: yeah, that was improv. Okay. Yeah, that was just straight up improv, man. It was I didn't know what they were gonna ask me. <laughs> I had an idea of maybe what they were going to say. That was it. And we got told that like 10 minutes beforehand.
2: 10 minutes only. And that's live TV there for you, right?
0: Even, <laughs> maybe even less than that. It was just like, oh, yeah, guys, come here. We're going to have XYZ happen. And then, yeah.
2: Now, did you know going to the match you were going to be known, they are going to list you as Joseph Torres? I mean, was there a mix-up? Like, uh, they,
0: what- they asked us like, oh, like, what do you go by? Like, I was like, I don't know. What do you want? Like, it was like what's your name? All right, Joe Torres. All right, what's your working name, Joey Ace? All right, production to handle it.
2: <laughs> okay, that was it. That
0: was
2: because, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, it was interesting because you you said Joey Ace on there, which was awesome. The kind said Joe Satoris, but then to double down here, Corey Graves actually, no, oh, no, no, that's Joey Ace. Like, that was a cool moment to hear Corey Graves on Monday Night Raw call out your 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 work name there. Uh, which is yeah. pretty cool. But, but
0: that's my name. I like my right. name.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I yeah. You. I mean, it, 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 it's it's a,
0: it's um, a five star name. <laughs> <laughs> five star you, you know. But um, no man, it was yeah, like that. That was so cool though to like watch it back and go, oh man, you know, yeah, like that's that's that was it, and everyone was happy. I think. <laughs> At the end of yeah, it. I was
2: going to. I was going to ask you okay, how was it backstage? Like, did, did they say anything about like, oh, you know, you, you used that name, blah blah blah? Like, they did, did nothing. Oh, was no. okay. That's awesome. And that, how was it? That... Like, <laughs> huh? How, how was it though? Like with the, with the legends, like you know, Shawn Michaels is, uh, is honestly like you know my childhood hero in wrestling. You know, like what, what How was that interaction like for you? Uh, you know, were you like a little bit of you like kind of marking out on the inside, like
0: so. First, we're, I'll go back to the name part. The name I didn't know what they were going to put on. We don't see it mm-hmm. on the graphic. We don't. We, we don't. We don't see it. That was one. Two. Being with them is was right before it, it was very like, oh shit. But I was thinking of what I was going to do during the time the conversation was happening. Right. I needed to be. It was very like, all right, where's the camera? The cameraman's going to be here. He's going to. He's Positioning me to XYZ. And it was right before the match. So that was live. Yeah. So you're like, okay. And then you're hearing the countdown. So you're like kind of getting into your groove. Wow. But you have no time to go, oh shit, till after the fact.
2: <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> yeah. I'm, okay. So I had a similar instance actually. I was on set for um, The Otherhood, it was a Netflix movie. And they told me right beforehand, like, they kind of auditioned me on the spot to uh, have a scene with Angela Bassett, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm dancing and I'm grooming with her. I'm in the moment. This is Angela Bassett, you know? <laughs> like, she's a legend. And, like, you know, I have a cool moment with her, a few takes. Uh, and then afterwards, it didn't hit me until afterwards. Like, that was fucking Angela Bassett. Like, you know I mean? I'm, like, grinding, dancing with, yeah. like, nothing. But, you know, I'm in the moment. And you're right. Like, you're in the moment. Like, you don't really have time to think about it. You're just doing, right? You're doing
0: your job. And you afterwards, like and after that, like that's pretty fucking cool did i just fucking do that <laughs> i'm sure like you you're like you know you know how it is you you, you do like movies and like shows things switch up things change things the in your head moment is not about am i gonna do great at least for me it was more of a shit the timing um this that like <laughs> Or is it, is it going to get cut last minute? Is it, is, it, is it really happening? Oh, shit. It's really happening. Oh, I'm in the moment. Oh, I'm, oh, my God. I'm in Brooklyn. I'm on Monday Night Raw in Brooklyn. What? And then, yeah. That's
2: insane. So, all right. Let's talk about the magic Omas yeah. a Physical specimen of a human being. Right? Like, Yo, giant.
0: Yeah. The giant I, isn't even the word. This man's hands are like, <laughs> you could palm my whole head. My oh. God. What was it like being in a ring with him? And
2: I have to follow up with this like what how is it like being in a ring in WWE Monday Night Raw? All
0: right. Being in a ring with him hurt. <laughs> <laughs> it hurt. Uh two, I can't I can't describe it. Nothing. I can't put it into a a thing of telling you this is how it feels. There's no comparison. It's just thirteen, fourteen years, you're like, oh shit. I'm in the middle of a WWE ring in Brooklyn, in front of like ten thousand people,
2: and millions you know, watching.
0: Yeah, like what? How do you? I get goosebumps, man. Like, right? It, it's like I can't, I can't give it to you. I can't. express. You're in
2: a ring, same ring where legends have been in, man. Like oh. that. That's. I'm getting goosebumps to think about it for you, man. Like that. That had to be really a special moment there.
0: It was man, and it was uh, it was emotional afterwards because you got the you got the promo segment, bam, and then you got the match, and it was like, oh shit, and at the same time, a little fire under my ass to go, oh shit, wait a minute. All right, you got a taste of it. You got a big taste of it. You didn't have like a cup of coffee. You had like dinner. Yeah, yeah, no,
2: exactly. This this was like not like a small little thing. Like you had a a big giant taste of this what does that do for you though as a as a wrestler like what 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 next like do you wonder like how do you get back in that stage were you given even any advice
0: uh, <laughs> no <laughs> nothing <laughs> it was uh thank you for coming now but <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, it was, oh, man it, it lit a fire under my ass though and it was like all right i got the taste of it got the meal how do i get a few more of these meals And how do I make it a regular occurrence? Hmm. So it's just like, all right, now on the drawing board, let's see what I got coming up, the matches I have coming up. How can I make those moments big? How can I make everything I'm doing bigger than what it is? And not think of, it's crazy to say, but not think in a pro wrestling context, but think of in, in an entertainment context, like how big can you make this? what you're given. How can you maximize what you're given? Because the Indies is free reign. No matter what anyone tells you, it is free reign to do what you want. And it's very sink or swim. So it's like, all right, now I got to swim. And I got to swim big. And I got to make my motions big. And I just got to make everything bigger. Mm. So everyone make your mo-
2: To quote Leonardo DiCaprio from the Titanic to making it count, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yep.
2: So you face one monster on Monday Night Raw, yeah, November twelfth, Warriors of Wrestling. You're going to face another monster in Intergender uh, Warfare, Brooklyn, Abaddon.
0: Yeah. How how do you prepare for someone like that? You don't. You pray to <laughs> God. Like, let's think about it though. Uh, what I'm gonna go train. I'm... <laughs> I'm gonna go work on my headlocks and run the ropes You work on my cardio, bro. You like. <laughs> she's a demon yes an actual demon like how do you prepare for that i don't know i'm having nightmares i don't like it i don't enjoy it i don't like it it seems like there's like a
2: lot of psychological warfare it's a different monster omas was like a physical specimen of a monster an actual giant uh and abaddon is unworldly (laughs)
0: yeah 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 it's unworldly and um the thing about that though, it's I also have this coming weekend, I have I was supposed to wrestle Erica Lee for the ECWA championship. Yes. Through some mystical power. Apparently this championship belt is cursed. It seems to be, right? <laughs> and and you know, people get it and that's it. They're done. <laughs> they're, they get hurt, they're out, they can't make it. Whatever It's like piece. being
2: on the cover of Madden. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. And it's ever since like ever since I lost it. It's just
2: a curse ever since.
0: Yeah, so it's Sam Shields, boom. And <laughs> you got Erica blah. You know, and uh, now it's gonna be a tournament. So it's a four-man single elimination tournament to crown a new champ. And That I've been like, all right, that's the first thing that I have to get through. And then I'll think about Abaddon once that's done. That's just a little bit like, all right, there's a big possibility. Well, I want the possibility of two matches that night. And one walking away again, four-time ECWA champion. And I will be the first ECWA champion that will be a four-time champ walking out of History,
2: my man. History.
0: So... I am going to tell you the truth. I will need every bit of confidence of that going into Brooklyn, but I don't think that's going to do me any justice. <laughs> it's, like, it's like you're facing something unworldly. What does what a what is a championship belt matter?
2: <laughs> I don't think much to her, honestly. But uh, yeah, you yeah, know, we so- I think she just likes to inflict pain. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I don't even think she knows the concept of winning and losing. Doesn't seem so. Doesn't, Doesn't seem,
2: seem so. so. But, you know, here we are, though. I mean, Abaddon is 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 definitely a, a, a big name, a big contender. You you have the ECWA. You have that tournament coming up to possibly be a four-time champion. You know, this goes on along the lines of you talking about, you know, creating these moments, if you will, to making these moments count. Do you view these as, as these type of moments where you could, like, bring them together to get to that big leap that you're looking to take?
0: I... I want to think so. Yeah. And I, I, yeah, yeah. It just kind of like step, 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 bam. So I feel like on the other side of it, outside looking in, it's going to show versatility and okay. Like this guy can work with anything that's given to him and make something out of it. So if something happens where something changes, card subject to change, on the fly, he can he can make it happen. And I'm no stranger to that. It's happened to me before. It's I've seen it before.
2: firsthand. I've seen it firsthand with you where it's happened before. And like you're yeah. able to go into a situation and kind of quarterback the situation, if you will, uh, unlike others I've seen before. I, I think there's a very small list I've seen backstage in, in the independent level, at least, that can do that on the fly, like you can. And you're definitely one of them.
0: Thank you. I think it's an important uh, tool to have. You know, like, you can't kind of go in there and think, you can have your plan, but also know that that plan can change and that you have to adapt to that plan changing and pivot, you know?
2: Absolutely, man. Anything could happen live. But Joey Ace, I do wish you best of luck with Abaddon. Wish you luck in those dreams. Uh, you know, you might want to watch Nightmare on Elm Street. There, there's some solutions there for that. <laughs>
0: uh, and uh, I, I watched The Exorcist like years ago and I regret watching it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Joey Ace, where can they find you on the socials, my man?
0: Man, you can find me at Instagram at uh, Joey Ace eighty eight. You can find me on the Twitter at Joey Ace nineteen eighty eight. And you can add me on Facebook, Joey Ace.
2: Boom! There you have it. And by the time this show launches, we may have a four time ECWA champion right here. But in the meantime, you can get your tickets on sale for Warriors of Wrestling November twelfth against Abaddon in Brooklyn. Get your tickets now, Joey Ace. Thank you for joining us. Meantime, TV Takedown. It's time for this week's TV Takedown.
1: Joey Ace, another return to the show. Great interview. Thank you for your time. Good job, Marcus. Um, a, lot of, a lot of meat to that interview. Remember, we marked out when we saw him on Raw. Happy to hear him talk about it, what happened in the backstage. and uh, Good stuff. Thank you for your time. No, absolutely, man. Joey Ace, five-star stud. dude. Right. I'm very happy to have him on. It's
2: been a bit since I've seen him. Uh, it's funny enough. I was actually texting him before, uh, right before Monday Night Raw. we were talking about some stuff, and uh, yeah, it was awesome to see that. It was awesome to see him on there. He's worked his ass off, quite a bit of accolades under his belt, but this was obviously uh, a huge moment. So good for him, man. Now we move our sights to television. What was trending this week in the world of TV? Well, I probably would start off with Monday Night Raw. Rhea Ripley continues to just steal the show. I feel like. She stepped right up to the OC uh, during Carl Anderson's match. Will Mahoney at heel. Will Mahoney tweets, full stop, Rhea Ripley is the star of the Judgment Day. Hashtag Raw, and he wasn't the only one talking about that. Mother J. Putty, I have to ask, what does the OC need to do to overcome Rhea Ripley? Because she is killing them right now. Like we saw, what, a week or two ago, she body slammed
1: Luke Gallows. Cool. And she's obviously an X-Factor. Uh, so what needs to happen here? She's a star of the Judgment Day. Um, she's tearing apart the OC because they can't reciprocate. You know, Gallows can't body slam her. AJ can't take her down, punch her in the face. This ain't BCW. So, of course, what they need to do is they need to, to uh, counteract her by getting a woman in their stable. A woman has to join the Bullet Club. Who would that woman be? I heard uh, Raquel Rodriguez, maybe Mia Yim coming back. Both names against Ray Ripley would be fantastic. They have great history together, so I'm looking forward to that. But it's clearly a woman. They're making it too obvious now. It has to be a woman to stop this woman. Because how else do you counteract a woman attacking a man in the world in the WWE universe? It has to be a woman. You know, I I was hoping for a bit because I feel like they were teasing uh, Rhea Ripley versus
2: like Ray Mysterio. Or even at one point, Dominic Mysterio. Yeah, I I feel like they were teasing like you know. Rear Ripley being like the new modern day version, China. Something a couple can, times, yeah. There can there could be some intergender wrestling here, and I I still I'm not losing out hope, and I think it's something that we may eventually see here soon, and Rear Ripley will be the first one to do it, uh, in many 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 years. But yes, I think in this storyline, from what it's what we're seeing right now from the OC, it doesn't seem like any three of those men are going to get physical with Rear Ripley anytime soon. And it most likely would be a woman. I mean, Mia Yim, of course, her name is popping up, as you mentioned before. You know, she is looking to come back to WWE. WWE is looking to bring her back. and what capacity, they don't know yet. So maybe not her, because it seems to be like they don't know type of deal and don't yeah. know when even. So then you would have to think, okay, who's in the locker room? Who's not being used? Could it be Dana Brooke? Uh, could it be Beth Phoenix coming back? Could it be Raquel Rodriguez would be a great choice? There's definitely quite a few names out there that could be the answer for Rhea Ripley. I personally, man, I I, I still want to see it, man. I I still want to see like AJ Styles versus Rhea Ripley would be believable, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, it's hard to argue that, but you know, rules these days and how the universe works, I don't think that's going to be see a, a change. We're going to see in the Triple H era as of yet.
2: I mean, the days how it worked. I, I it's Rhea Ripley is a competitor. She's not. She's not May Young. You know, like uh, you know, being thrown through a table for from Billy Ray. Mm-hmm. You know, she she's she's not some damsel in distress. We're like, oh my god, I can't believe it. Yeah. Rhea Ripley, I think she's begging for it, man. She's begging for for some competition here. She's begging for one of these guys to hit her so she could do what she she,
1: she could show what she could do. Look what she did to Luke Gallows. Can we talk about that? My god, but Rhea again, Ripley is a beast. No one's arguing that. No one's arguing about wanting to see this. But will WWE, being the mainstream company that they are, PG company, go back to intergender wrestling? That's something I'm not sure we'll see anytime soon. I
2: I don't think they should do it all the time. I I think they have to do it when it works. You know, like, it's not For example, like, you know, you you can't have Alexa Bliss versus Braun Strowman. That's not going to work. You know, it's going to look very bad for TV. But, you know, again, like I mentioned, Rhea Ripley versus AJ Styles. Rhea Ripley, like, she can go against a lot of guys probably. Yeah, probably. Uh, but then so yeah, could. It's, it's same with Charlotte Flair, Raquel yeah, Rodriguez. Exactly.
1: A lot of other names could. So why does she get the special treatment? Or do you think that would be something that we'll see more of in the future in other women storylines?
2: Could be. Uh, maybe she's, maybe she's the, the test pilot for it.
1: You know, that, that could be the case. It makes sense with this group, though. It does make sense. Has I mean, there ever been Green a woman? Again? I mean, in a bullet club? I don't think so, right? Is there any? There has to be one, right? I'm not, I'm not too familiar with the history of Japan, history of bullet club, but I can't think of a woman's name that has been attached to the uh, bullet club. But that'd be cool if they bring someone uh, back.
2: That would be awesome. But I I I actually don't. No, uh, I'm I'm the same boat as you. I'm not as familiar with New Japan pro wrestling. And for those that are, please add us,
1: let us know, let us your thoughts. Like who could that person be? Who? Who? Because who. clearly it has to be a woman. But how do you bring the the only club that matters, the official club, the first club? We know what it means. We know what they're getting at. We know the symbol, the two sweet, we know what they're the any one doing. But if no woman is in the bullet club, how do you introduce a woman into the, uh, the original club, it's true. I just feel like, true. like Purists it. might have a problem with that, unless they do a great storyline example of it. But how, then, would this Ray Rip would uh, Raquel would uh, Dana would Mia or, be or, in the club? Or
2: or is this the case where like uh, they don't even know odds and the F- Judgment Day does get the overhand over OC because of this because of Rhea Ripley being the X Factor the, the, the Maybe. definite X Factor here. You know, there, there are many possibilities here for this. But you really yeah. Going about what Will said, Will Mahoney, yeah. Uh, she is the star of Judgment Day, clearly. Yeah. She's crushing it, man. Mm-hmm. Absolutely crushing it. But going on to NXT here, there's a woman that's always trending every time she's on the screen. We have JD from NY at JD from NY206. I know people have not been a fan of yeah, this the guy this week, but I don't want to touch that, but... Uh, Mandy Rose has resurrected her career, transformed herself, and made herself a main event act in the women's division. That's admirable. But, here he goes. But, she is not the greatest NXT Women's Champion. LOL. All caps there. That's just ridiculous. I hate how they forget their history blatantly. Hashtag WWE NXT. Lots of hate for Mandy Rose and for her title range. You know, she was on NXT celebrating 365 days as champion before being interrupted by alba fire but i want to ask this you know going based off like you know twitter's reaction to mandy rose and based on her accolades putty is mandy rose's
1: title reign amongst the greats in nxc history or is it not definitely definitely has to be just the the uh, length alone what she's in for third place right now i think title reigns single title reign i believe the other two women were around before I started watching NXT, before we started watching NXT altogether, together. Who is it? I think it's... What, who are the top two? Isn't it... Uh, it's Asuka. Asuka. And was it... Who's the second one? Was is it Paige? Sasha? Or what? was it Paige? You, I think you might be Paige. Yeah, I think it's Paige. Both great women. Both great in the ring. But what... What is it about her reign that this guy doesn't like or a lot of haters don't like? Is it because it's Mandy Rose? She's not... Uh, the technical expert in the ring that's what it comes down to. because you Dude, look, you look, yeah, at, you look at her roster like of uh, you look at her her roster of victims she's beaten it's a really impressive list she's beaten, at, she's beaten everyone yeah it's a really everyone. impressive list so what more do you want from Manny Rose to put her name to put respect on her name there's not much more she can do if you're not a, a, a fan of Manny Rose now you're never going to be so just keep your mouth shut I don't know what more she has to do I, I think
2: I think the problem is like, yeah, she's not technically the best wrestler in the world. No, not hey, at all. Guess what? Stone Cold wasn't. Exactly. Preach.
1: Guess what? Rick F- Rick Flair wasn't. Hulk Hogan wasn't. The Rock wasn't. He said. Newsflash. He said that himself too. Yeah. So what more does she have this to do? Is, I don't understand why people are hating on her. She is head and shoulders superior than what she was on the main roster. Her in-ring talent has fast. grown substantially. So the fact they're still hating on her doesn't make any sense. And she's in third place of all time title reigns. She's trending each and every week. She's carrying that she, belt of pride. Though,
2: though she does she is trending for multiple reasons, though. She does well, trend because of her looks. Of course. And, and she also trends because
1: of the hate that she that she gets. But she's also not the matches you know, itself. She's not having these late nineties Divas bathroom break matches. Her matches are pretty damn good. They are solid. So I don't understand. I, I, I,
2: I have, I what have seen more? A Mandy Rose match lately that I, that I did not like. I thoroughly enjoyed. Like you know, I I don't see what the knock is on her ability. She's massively improved. Yes, is she? Is she a you know a mat technician like Asuka? No, no, she's not. But they're completely different people, different characters. You know, toxic attraction is an attraction. <laughs> <laughs> For lack of better terms, uh, they are a hot, stable. That is kicking some ass in NXT and WWE in general.
1: Just, and she's leading that. She's not Asuka. She's not Paige. She's not Sasha Banks. She's not Charlotte Flair. She's Mandy Rose, exactly. And she's holding her own in the ring, having put it on quality matches, great promos. I don't. Again, I don't understand what more she has to do to appease you guys. Again, going back to what I said earlier, nothing. Nothing they can do is going to win her over, and that's a that's a sad statement to say. But not here. But the
2: question is: Is she amongst the greats in the NXT Women's Division? Uh, yes. I don't, th- I I don't think so.
1: Okay, why not? I don't.
2: I, I, in a Mount Rushmore of like you know, women's champions, I I don't think so. I, I I don't think we'll go like you know, years from now when you know when their careers are over, that she will be in that Mount Rushmore. Uh and it has nothing to do with the fact of like any hate for Mandy Rose. I love Mandy Rose. You know, but you know, what comes to mind is Paige, Asuka, you know, uh Charlotte Flair, Sasha Banks, Bailey. You know, immediately those come to mind before Mandy Rose. So I, I think because of that, unfortunately, she she would not break that Mount Rushmore, if you will, of the greats in NXT uh women's championship history. But you know, like Again, you cannot deny the body of work that she's put in and how awesome it's been. You know, NXT 2.0, I think, solely survives because of her, because of toxic distraction. I, I would dare survey the 600-something thousand people that continue to watch NXT every week to ask, you know, what is the biggest reason for them to watch NXT 2.0
1: every week? And I guarantee you, majority of them
2: would say Mandy Rose for better or for worse.
1: Okay. Fair enough. A lot of things, she's doing a great job. Um, I don't. The names you mentioned are the Mount Rushmore, of course, but also had a great careers on the main roster. I can't tell you too many matches that they had in NXT. Charlotte Flair wasn't even an NXT champion until she beat Ray Ripley in WrestleMania uh, 36. I just think just to hate on her and compare her to those greats who are well-established in their careers too early, I think she will go down as a great champion to see how the reign plays out. Does she stay in NXT? Does she get called up? I just think... Just stop, stop the hate. Put some goddamn respect on her name, please. Enough. play respect on a name for Mandy
2: Rose? Uh, uh, at least on my end, or, not, or the shows end in general. I, again, was, but my reason has nothing to do with Mandy Rose's ability or or what she's done. It's just you know, it, it, it's just what, what the others have done. I think excel uh, her. Rain right now quite a bit, but you know, a hey, time could change. Like, you know, for, she could hold the belt for another 365 days, and that could change everything.
1: It won't so. change a de- goddamn thing in these people's minds. Their minds are made up, Yeah, <laughs> they are made up, my friend.
2: Going on to AEW, we have here the acclaimed. Oh, my god, man, the hottest tag team, I think, right now in wrestling.
1: Yeah, in all wrestling.
2: Raj Geary at the Raj Geary tweets. AEW has done a great job making the acclaimed into real stars. And getting Billy Gunn the most over, he's been in over yeah. 20 years. Hashtag AEW Dynamite. This is based on the whole segment they had on AEW Dynamite uh, with the celebration of Billy Gunn be adopting, if you will, being adopted, by, um, the adopted father, excuse me, of Max Caster and Anthony Bowens. Hell of a segment, man. And if, 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 if you notice in mainstream and sports, you remember, like, you know, the sign was starting to, yep. like, you know, break through back in DX? Sizzle Me Daddy starting to break through exactly like that. And So, Billy Gunn, I mean, he's a trendsetter, it seems yeah. like, here. So, I do have to ask, what makes the acclaim so over with the fans? Is it Billy Gunn? Or does it have to do with Anthony Bowens and Max Caster?
1: I think Billy Gunn definitely helped. I mean, I, they mentioned it in that promo about them seeing the scissor the scissors gestures. I don't know what they were going to call it the world series i've not seen that i've not seen it in the mainstream sports but i would not be surprised if it is happening because it's just so easy and catchy to do they it was a naturally grown talent in aw they weren't forced upon us they weren't pushed down our throats they weren't giving us promos they come out do these entertaining little kind of poem raps topical of the, the, the day the hour of the show they're very very quick with their raps They went from heels to natural faces because the crowd won them over. The crowd fell in love with these guys. And what really put them on the map for me, because I'm a casual AEW fan, was their partnership with the Gun Club, right? The the Gun Club. We were watching one of the pay-per-views. I forgot what pay-per-view it was. And you see all five of them passed out drunk in a hotel room, partying all night. It's just the the, the bombs that they had in the Gun Club and Billy Gunn just put them on an upper echelon of, this is actually funny and entertaining. This is must-see TV for AEW. This is must watch. So I think Billy Gunn was a huge part of that. I think he still is. I think some people people love Billy Gunn, with the acclaimed. And I think I don't know if it's just the whole daddy ass thing, the scissoring thing, but it doesn't matter. It's working. It's gold. It's money. They, the chemistry together is great. They work very well together. When that music hits, right, I gotta stop what I'm doing. I gotta hear what they're saying. It's great. That Billy Gunn is a big part of it. Yes,
2: uh, Billy Gunn contributes for sure. Uh, but you know, I mean, Billy Gunn is not necessarily. A star. I mean, he's been, it's not like he's been away for the game for, you know, for 20 years. Like, you know, he's consistently been involved. I mean, hell, he's even wrestled for BCW at one point. That's right. But first anniversary. Right. So, like, I, I would have to say, I think the biggest star here is Max Kasser. Uh, you know, there the, there would be no it oh, yeah. uh, if it wasn't for the the rapping ability oh, yeah. of Max Kessler. People tune in to his raps. They stop what they're doing. They listen to his raps, to his intro going in. Because, listen, they're culturally rele- relevant, mm-hmm. whatever he says. Uh, he knows how to get under the crowd's skin or to make them pop. Either yep. way, he knows how to get a reaction from them. And, like you know, that's what wrestling is all about, right? You know, to get the reaction. And he does such an excellent job doing that. And, of course, they are dynamite in the ring, uh, so that helps. But, yeah, I, mean, I I would say the talent there. It, Billy Gunn, yeah, definitely helps for sure. I'm sure he's guided him uh, because there's some similar things what they're doing with DX and yada yada, but making it their own, which is great. But I I, I think the whole thing would go to shit
1: if Max Casser wasn't so good at what he does. No, absolutely. I mean, I think we're saying the same thing here. Billy Gunn is definitely a big part of their success, but the Acclaim themselves were over already because right. of their raps. I think Billy Gunn, the partnership with Billy Gunn, march up with the Gunn Club, put them on the upper echelons of being must-see. But the Acclaim, yeah, those two guys alone, don't, they don't need Billy Gunn to be where they are. But Billy Gunn d- definitely helped them. The casual fans, th- the channel, oh, it's Billy Gunn. What's he doing there? Who's he, who are these guys he with? I think it definitely helped them catch the grab of the he, casual fans. He gives them the rub. Yeah, that's an easier way to put Pretty it, well. yeah. So I think he's a big yeah. part of their success. I don't think they needed him to be successful, but I think he's a big part of their success, how quickly they achieved it in the last, what, six months?
2: Do you think we ever see them split up like Anthony, uh, Anthony Bowens and Max Caster?
1: I don't think so. I mean, they have usually most tag teams do split up. I won't be surprised if it does happen, but I, it, I don't think in, any... In WWE, I don't think we've really seen an AEW, though. I just don't think AEW has any really truly homegrown tag teams. All the tag teams have been else, elsewhere. I think this is a true, true homegrown AEW team that I think needs to carry that division for quite some time. Maybe they split up. Maybe they don't. I hope they don't because I'm tired of seeing tag teams split. Let's them be the the iconic tag team in AEW's history 10 years down the road. I'm with you. Although, I, I do see,
2: and it's not knocking Anthony Bowens because I do like Anthony Bowens a lot, but I, there's just something about Max Caster that screams star potential, and I, yes, I think they should carry the tag team division for a little bit longer, but I think the AEW would be doing such a disservice if they didn't try to have Max Caster try to eventually be a single
1: star on his own. This reminds me of a conversation we had when I said uh, Montez Ford reminds, has a rock qualities. He's 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 one to break out to be the he when when they split up, he could be the one that launches in the superstardom, So he's you have the same feeling about Max caster Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, I, I I would dare say,
2: oh man, it's tough because like Montez Ford is a freak of an athlete, yeah, and tons of charisma. But like, yeah, you know, I I would say Max Caster slightly beats him out on the mic, but Montez Ford is definitely, I would say, is a better athlete
1: of the two. But I think Max Caster might be a better wrestler though. Two different things. Yeah, maybe. Like I, I would like to see more more one on one matches with him to to answer that question. But yeah. Claim they're awesome. No, absolutely. With that, and I'm so, ha- with so that happy. Out. I'm surprised it took so long. I don't know what's who's sitting on their ass in the AEW fucking marketing thing to just now come out with those foam scissors. Genius. <laughs> a genius. Absolutely. Hey,
2: scissor me, daddy. Scissor. There you go. Boom. There we go. Going on to SmackDown, Bray Wyatt, dude. Oof. What a promo by him. Crispy Wrestling at Dakota... Was this Dakota Kai era? Yeah, there we go. Again, can't read. Need glasses. Uh, what another Bray Wyatt segment telling the backstage guy he hates himself, telling him he's losing his mind, and threatening him. Plus all the teasers in between. That was fantastic. Hashtag SmackDown. Definitely unique. I uh, haven't really quite seen that, uh, especially not from Bray Wyatt. Then uh, of course, you know, you you have the dark side coming in, taking over. I don't know what to make this man, but. I do have to ask. I think it's coming soon. that Bray Wyatt's anger and in, 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 in all these uh, characters
1: coming out to play. Who's gonna be Bray Wyatt's first victim? That's tough, man. Look at the names on the roster. Someone who was talking about him going against Roman Reigns right away, and no, I think can't happen. I think I want to say Paul Heyman for some reason, but I don't think it was him. If you sh- if you catapult him to Roman Reigns, where does he go from there? Exactly, you can't. I, I hear a lot of people talking about him versus Roman Reigns. I, you get there eventually. But who's his first victim? It can't be uh, indie enhancement talent because you know they're going to. He's too big of an name if you have squash matches, right? But if you feed him somebody, does that kill that person's momentum? I'm not. not, This is not my answer, but like if you feed him La Knight, La Knight versus Bray Wyatt, Bray Wyatt's going to win. Does that deter La Knight's position on the roster? And then what is he even? Is he heel? Is he face? Bray Wyatt? Does it matter? Apparently it doesn't. I think Bray Wyatt is. Again, going to this fucking split personality thing. He's a he's a he wants to be a face, but Uncle Howdy and Uncle what, Brody, what, who, all the other characters that are coming, are heels. It, it makes no, it's too soon to tell. I don't know what's going on, and people are wondering who Uncle Howdy is. <sighs> and well,
2: there, there was a there was a girl in a teaser today. Kind of looks like Rhea Ripley, honestly. Oh, um, I missed that one.
1: Okay, I, I, I don't I don't think it's her. No, it can't be her. But I don't know, man. The, lo-
2: lots of question marks here.
1: I think that's one of the things they want you to do. They're giving us, was it they want, just when we have the answers, they change the questions? <laughs> exactly, pretty much. You don't seem into it, though. No, not at all. Why? Makes no fuck, what, what, what's going on here? Who, okay, first of all, first of all, first of all, we have Bray Wyatt in the playhouse, and then the Fiend comes around. Okay. Mm-hmm. But the Fiend was, like, undestructible, but yet he kept losing. It made no fucking sense. So I think I'm just whole sour in the way they handle that thing because that was so inconsistent. But then you have Bray Wyatt coming out as it seems to be Bray Wyatt. He's coming out as a Wyndham, right? Right. But then you have Uncle Howdy wearing a mask and he takes off that mask and he's just wearing another mask. It sounds like Bray Wyatt wearing another mask, but it's not going to be Bray Wyatt. It's going to be somebody else because he's wearing Bo Dallas's earring. Okay. I just don't know where this is going. I need some sort of direction. Like you just said, we don't know what's going on. It's too soon. Just, who are these people? Just give me the full picture. What's going on? I'm tired of these little nuggets, breadcrumbs. Just tell me what's going on. Let me know what's going on.
2: Are you not intrigued? Do you, do you just want the full script right in front yeah, of you?
1: Yeah, I do. You, I'm, I'm tired of, like, what's going on? Don't give me this, like, weird stuff. Don't have him berate a backstage delivery guy. But while he's talking, give me this break in with these static images of something. Or or me, give, me, give me another QR code. Give me a, what's, what's going on here? What, did it not was, capture what, your attention? What, what, this, this poor man is just doing his job, and he's yelling at this guy. but So he's, not, he's taking his anger out on him. He, apparently, Bray Wyatt's mad at himself, and he's, t- he's taking it out on this guy because he's battling his demons, battling his Uncle Howdy guy. I just don't know what's going on. I really don't, really don't know what's going on, and it's not something like, oh, I need to see what's going on next week. I I need to see what's going on next week to see what's going on. But uh, what's going on? I don't think we're getting any answers anytime soon. This is going to be dragged out for a while. What we saw tonight, we're going to see for the next couple weeks, unless we get some sort of big reveal at Crown Jewel. But I doubt it. Like, what's he going to do at Crown Jewel? We don't know. I can't talk about it because it happened already. But uh, I don't know. I'm not. I'm, this is not. What's this is not. This is not the bait that's hooking me into watching SmackDown. What's the fun though in it giving you the full script right away? The know, what the fuck What does that do? I, I don't. I don't mind slow builds, but like, if Bray Wyatt was leading to something, that's fine. But now we, but we know what it is. He's battling this Uncle Howdy person, and there's apparently six people coming out because we saw the characters on Extreme Rules. It's just too much. You're going way down the rabbit hole with this. It's way convoluted, too complex. I'm just too like, okay, complex. Yeah, he, he, I think he, you're he, in a he, minority here, my friend. No, I, I. And I was when he was a fiend too. It's just, it's not something I am interested in. It's not my cup of tea.
2: What was there a, a favorite version of Bray Wyatt that you've had, or you just
1: never been a fan? I liked Husky Harris. the The Ferrari was it the Ferrari, Ferrari engine in the tank, whatever it's called. Husky
2: Harris of all these yeah. versions of Bray Wyatt, Husky Harris, what you like the best? You are insane.
1: <laughs> uh, the whole Bray Wyatt thing didn't really do anything for me because, again, I didn't Like he now he's just some sort of Noland Swampland cult leader. But that uh, that was fine. His in ring work, I like watching him in the ring. I'm not hating him Bray Wyatt because in ring I love watching him wrestle. It's just these characters I'm not connecting with. What what was it about Husky Harris that you like though? I think it was the I, next, have to ask. I think it was a, the Nexus angle. Uh, just the whole the, the the way his attitude was, his confident. I'm a Ferrari. I'm a tank with a Ferrari engine. That whole tagline for some reason, Green Man sold me on it. That was a cool tagline, a cool gimmick, and just watching him go in the ring won me over. But now his in ring thing has been outshadowed by he's, these characters he has. I think it's distracting what a wrestler he is.
2: I know you're not the biggest fan of change. Is, is it the fact that you fell in love with Husky Harris?
1: No, I, I didn't fall in love with him. I liked him in the Nexus.
2: Or, you, or you're finally sold over Husky Harris, and then they did they, they,
1: they, all this change. No, happened I don't mind it. I was, like, I was I was curious to see what okay. this Bray Wyatt thing led to, but then it's like, all right, now he's a cult southern leader with his family. But like, it just seemed like these promos. His his promos made no sense. These like. Talking about, oh, uh, he just made, he wasn't consistent. Didn't make any sense. What's going on? It's just, uh... but again, I like him in the ring. I'm not, I'm not shitting on the character, him as a wrestler.
2: Might have to tag him again, man. Might have to uh, have some words with you again.
1: <laughs> All right, that's fine. Well, what, which character we going to fucking get? There's like eight of them now, right? Oh, my Lord. <sighs> I just, I just, want, to, I just want to see him in the ring, make a debut. When are when we going to get him in the ring in wrestling?
2: So answer to that question, the original question here, who is, Bray Wyatt's first victim going to be. I, I agree. It cannot be an enhancement talent. Uh, it, they have to be careful with this. It, it can't be someone that they could completely derail here. Uh, but it has to be someone strong enough for Bray Wyatt to like, make that presence. Is it going to be like the
1: the It could be Drew McIntyre? Brawling Brutes? To be, Cause then he can to feed be Sheamus? Him. Yeah, he, he can feed himself to Butch, then Ridge, and then maybe lead the Sheamus. That could be a long program there. That's There's three tiers to that. But he's, a, he's listed as a face. So I don't think it's gonna be Drew McIntyre. I'm trying to think of heels on SmackDown. Who knows? Who knows, man. The the world's their oyster. Whatever they do, I'm sure it's gonna work. Everyone's gonna eat it up. Absolutely. Could it
2: be Sami Zayn? Oh,
1: well, that's or is that too close? That's, too, that's close. too close. To the that's line. too close. I think so. You mean Sammy Uso? Sammy Uso. Get a little <laughs> I'm trying to think, man. I can't think of a name. Not, not, a name that's on mind. It, it can't be Karrion Cross. No, it can't be. It can't be him. Again, two that would, that would it derail him. I, Again, that's what's conflicting because who he has to beat the person he's facing, especially the first victim. But losing to Bray Wyatt,
2: no, not Gunther. No. Ray
1: Mysterio, Ray Mysterio actually would be a great choice. Yeah, that's a good one. Easily beatable. Ray can sell the shit out of anything, and him losing to Bray Wyatt would not derail his career. Perfect. There it is, Ray Mysterio.
2: I think Ray Mysterio is the most logical choice there. That that's the perfect one. Well done. Good pick. Thank you. And I, the Ray Mysterio is good enough to, like, you know, to obviously have a good storyline with him. They could make something, but yeah, yeah. As far as first ver- first victim, oh man, that would be fun. That would be a lot of fun. That would be fun. But when will we get that? Who knows? <laughs> I stay
1: tuned. But yeah, buddy, that's all I have for TV, my man. Do you have anything else to add? We missed it last week because we're covering BCW. I just want to talk about the brilliance that was that Sami Zayn bloodline segment. I watched it four times. I've been showing it to people. As- Whoever can watch, it's amazing how Uusi is now over. How hot Sami Zayn is! We had people in Saudi Arabia today chanting for Sami Zayn.
2: Who would have thought that? It was amazing. Who would have thought? I think that? Sami
1: Zayn is just so hot. One of the hottest things right now. It and the way he his reactions. It's that whole segment was great. I'm looking forward to how it comes back. Prophet you Sami
2: know, Zayn. you're over when like people are cheering for you in a
1: place you're not allowed to be. <laughs> I refuse to be too. Yeah, he like I'm not, I'm I have nothing. I nothing yeah. to do with Saudi Arabia? Nothing to do with Crown Jewel. But hundreds of Saudis cheering for Sami Zayn. It was just, you know you're hot, like you said. Beautiful, beautiful segment. And looking forward to what happens in the future with Sami Zayn, Sami Uso and the Bloodline. And please, Uh, please, whatever you're doing, watch Impact. They're not getting a big audience, not big enough audience to trend because we don't talk about trending topics. But watch Impact. Impact's fucking doing good shit. Buddy's very disappointed.
2: I am actively trying to see for what's trending for Impact. Yeah, I'm not giving you shit for it. Sadly, nothing.
1: Some, some, some weeks are better than the others. This week wasn't that great of a week, but they're building the stuff. Impact's good stuff. Definitely check it out. Absolutely, my man. All right, Mark, enough about TV. Let's wrap things up. with Some go-home thoughts. What do you got for me today?
2: Oh, man. What do I have? So this project I filmed a couple weeks ago, I got some good news. Okay. Right now, it is being shopped around currently as we speak at AFM, American Film Market in Santa Monica, California. Great. I'm excited about that. Uh possibly some distribution along the way. Nice. And looks like uh I'll be filming in Las Vegas come January. Oh, so, okay.
1: Yeah, nice. <laughs> I'm so happy. Good luck, buddy. Best of luck. Anything we can do here in the show to help you out, let me know. I'm so happy. What, about time. This is your time, people. buddy. This is your time, my friend.
2: But also at the same time I uh I'm in very early stages of producing a film as well. Oh, okay. So I'm, yeah yeah where can, so can, can i audition
1: i know you have a part well, for me i know you have a part for me let me audition come on give ah, me the shot i'm giving you on the shot of wrestling come on
2: you know what that's something to consider that's definitely okay. something to consider again we're in a very very early stages right now so like we just had a meeting with a possible director just uh just yesterday uh so yeah the, so that's i say very early stages right now so we shall see um but I'm excited, man. A lot, a lot of the opportunities coming my way. Good. Um you deserve, it, buddy. I appreciate that, man. And so things coming together. Auditioning again and just getting back after. Business is doing well. My daughter is amazing. And then life is good, man, with wrestling, with you, with the podcast. Going video now on yeah. YouTube for Shot Wrestling. Great.
1: I'm loving it, man. Loving life. What about you, buddy? Life sucks. Oh. Can I tell you the most first-worldian problem that's ever been announced? I'm lazy. Very much so. One of your first few <laughs> weeks in the show, I was telling you, oh, I was driving around, and I heard the new alt-rock station here in New York count down the top 500 songs of all time. And I repeated it f- your second year on the show. Yeah. Now that alt-rock station's closed, shut down, it is now the news 24 hours a day. Oh, They changed formats. That's-
2: it's a very different format
1: because here in 2022 (laughs) we need another outlet for fucking news right so now i'm somebody who needs my preset stations in numerical order now i gotta do re-fucking change everything that's my biggest problem you're
2: better off just getting a new car then
1: you're better off getting a new car i need money for that and (laughs) i can't i barely can afford the gas to to power up my car to change the fucking radio stations but um that's my problem right now your life's great i have to reset my radio stations again different lives you live
2: Speaking of gas prices and such, guys, uh, by the time the show airs, it's going to be election day. Uh, please, if yeah. you haven't already, to go out early voting, go out and please vote. Uh, it doesn't necessarily matter. Red, blue, I mean, I feel like it does personally matter for me. But, hey, listen, you know, your, your opinion, your, vo- your voice, your vote, it all matters. Uh, especially right now, more than ever, I think New York, the races are very tight all around. I know uh, people tend to think New York is very blue. I don't think it's the case anymore. Uh, so I think New York is heading towards like a swing state. So get out there and vote.
1: you know, Because I think now more than never, it counts. But go vote, please. Yeah, it's, we have to vote for governor here in New York, right? We have one option who isn't the greatest, but she's doing what she can. And we have another option who has some good ideas, some good ideas, but doesn't live in reality because she still thinks the election was stolen. It's like, oh, how can I vote for somebody? we oh, we're getting, we're getting, down the weeds in that one just go vote whoever you're fucking voting for vote please if you don't vote, don't complain i hear a lot of people saying that and it kind of that makes sense No, oh, yeah especially right now it's not even just
2: a governor race right now i think it literally every vote for every race like even like the very small ones even for the courts like yep. you know do your do your research and i i hate the fact that like you know it I, I spoke to someone in marketing. Uh, I was doing a campaign, and he says like, they they only have so much money, so they they tend to put all the money towards the, um to the older demographic because they'll change that they'll vote. But you know you keep on wanting the young vote, right? And you're just completely disregarding them. I I think that's an insult to our intelligence. That's an insult to us in general because like you know it, this affects us more than the older generation. <laughs> Not for nothing. No facts.
1: On that note, Marcus, please tell people where they can find you on social medias.
2: Yourfavoriteactor.com. All my social media links are in there, including this show. And, yeah, you can follow my career. You can follow what I'm doing, my journey, my path. And uh, also, guys, leave us a review. Let us know how we're doing.
1: Please. Five stars, the better. This show is from the fans to the fans. want to hear what you have to say, please get involved in the conversation. Social medias, our inboxes are open. So, please, thanks for listening. Get involved in the conversation. Tweet away. Help us find out what's trending next week.
2: Yes, yes, and as you see, as you listen on here, we will, uh, we will say your handle. I may
1: butcher it, but I will say it. <laughs> I don't think noticed that, but yeah, he's a huge butcher. Yes. <laughs> so let's let's wrap things up. This show will post Sunday night. You might listen to it early Monday. If you're in the Tri State area, come to Pink's Cantina for AJ Pan's karaoke. I'll be there. Mark Schwann, hopefully, will be there. Some other guests will be there. Good night of drinks and karaoke all around. But for Mark Schwan, for Joey Ace, I been your host at Monkey Until next week, party up! Hey, baby, I hear the bell ring hip tosses and body slams. Oh, my. And maybe you seem a bit confused. Yeah, baby, but I got you pinned. Ha, 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 ha. But I don't know what to do when I see them with that golden case they're cashing it in authority all in my face what is a man to do good night everybody